0: What's up, dope souls? happy Black Friday. I want to ask you all a question today, and I'm going to just be upfront by saying that today's dose might make a few people uncomfortable, but hey, this is what this platform and this podcast is all about, having really real conversations about mental health, and hopefully throughout that process, we can break up, disrupt, eliminate oust, stop the stigma that exists within the black community. So that's why I'm here. So let's get started. I want to ask you all a question. How many of you grew up in the church? If you're anything like me, growing up in the church, you were taught that God can heal and fix anything. And I really believe that he can. I'm not here to challenge that or dispute that at all. I truly believe with my whole heart that God is a healer. I believe that in my own personal life experiences, the sexual assault, the depression and anxiety, former suicidal thoughts, substance abuse, divorce, all that, that it was absolutely God who got me through it all. But you want to know what else it was? Therapy. Prayer and therapy can coexist. And that's what I want to talk about today. While I absolutely believe that God is a healer and can fix, restore, make whole, and make anyone new, I do also believe that God did not intend for us to face our mental health complexities alone. Historically, faith and religion have been a large part of our community. Before counseling became more normalized, when a marriage was in trouble, they sought the help of their pastor. When a teenager came out to their parent or If they were even suspected of same-sex attraction, they were carted off to the church to talk to their pastor. When a person was experiencing depression, they'd call their pastor. In each of these instances, pastors and laymen would pray for and impart biblical wisdom upon their parishioners in an attempt to help fix the problem. Now, I get it. Like, our issues are historical. That's why I keep using historically. They are systemic and prolonged and... You know, it seems at this point everlasting. So I understand where it comes from. And historically, African-Americans have held deep beliefs in Christianity that have survived throughout many generations. When our slave ancestors were suffering and had nothing else, not even their freedom, they at least had their faith. They were strong and they taught their children and their grandchildren how to lift up thine eyes to the hills from which cometh their help how to be strong, how to press on. Those biblical lessons and prayer, they existed long before equality and health care in this country, and because of it, some Black Christians have become dependent solely on faith. For generations, Black people have wholly leaned on scripture and faith-based practices and rituals to give them hope and peace of mind. African Americans have studied and become well acquainted with Bible verses that command us not to worry or to cast all of our cares upon the Lord and to look to God for help. So I understand why it is so difficult to let go of this mindset that when our mental health begins to decline, those who are raised in the black church, and I imagine maybe some other churches as well, we immediately want to seek the assistance of our pastor or our deacon or the lay members of the church. Let's pray it away, right? Wrong. While prayer no doubt works, Would you pray away cancer? Sure, you probably would. But would you ask your pastor to perform surgery to remove the cancer? Heck no. We would seek the appropriate care of a trusted oncologist. And pray. Why should mental health be different? Peeling back the layers of complex trauma, of depression, of anxiety, should be left in the hands of those who have professional knowledge, education, and experiences. This entire dose was prompted by something Emily said in one of our last uh, long doses, which was talking to your pastor and your deacons is not therapy, folks. It's just not. While you can do that and you can pray, and I do believe that prayer works, I also believe that black churches should instead learn how to supplement prayer by referring their parishioners to the appropriate care of clinical social workers, of licensed professional counselors, psychologists, psychiatrists, marriage and family therapists, substance abuse counselors. I could go on and on. You see where I'm going here. Because, and this is just my little two cents, but pastoral care does not equal clinical care. You need to go to therapy when you're ready. And I'll just leave it with that. <laughs> I know today's dose is a little uh, different than normal, but... I hope that at least you can hear what I'm saying, hear me out, consider it for yourself. Again, pastoral care does not equal clinical care. Your affirmation for today is, I can pray and go to therapy. And I'll add on that last little bit, if I want to, because that's my business. In the words of Tabitha Brown, who we love so much. But yeah, today's affirmation, I can pray and go to therapy if I want to. They don't have to exist on a dichotomy, folks. You can do both. All right, make sure you tune in tomorrow for our long dose. We have our last male guest of the month. We're super excited for you guys to hear and meet what Dr. Marquise Norton has to say. You may already follow him on TikTok and just not even know it. It's Dr. Norton Therapy. He is bomb, and he's going to be talking to us about all things black men mental health tomorrow. Make sure you tune in and listen to what he's got to say and help you have an amazing day today. All right. Be well.